people like really use lotion when they don't jerk off? Need to just yeah, just yeah. go for it. Yeah. Uh, but be over in twenty seconds anyway. Plunge. <laughs> <laughs> I'm triggered on a Friday, Pete. Yeah? Yes. You're definitely triggered by Justin Bieber. Because of you fucking you. Been. Because of you. Like, you. you. So This is not all my doing. Let's start with the fight. All right. So, Bieber came out with a new song. I knew that it was coming out today, but one of my friends who's huge into Bieber texted me and was like, it's out. It's dope. It's amazing. So, I'd know, so, the first thing I'd heard was, this song's great. So, I listened to it, and I was like, you know what? This song bangs. And I tweeted... That I like the song. I tweeted, uh, actually, I tweeted, uh, Bieber and Blood Pop poof the flambe on this one. And then I posted a gif of, did you see, you know what that saw, is? Yeah, the Fresh Prince getting basically let on fire. In yes, when he tried, because he tries to poof the flambe and I see he like burns the kitchen down. Yeah. Uh, there's a fire. It's just the. Completely, he, completely burns it down. I think that pretty much. Uh, Zach Efron's character in Baywatch is based a lot of ways off of Will, Will Smith <laughs> in Fresh Prince. Because it's like, we trust this guy's a good guy. He fucks everything up, though. Yeah, pretty much. Although... And they used, they were like good athletes. Yeah. Will Smith, great at basketball. That's Zach true. Zach Efron, former Olympian. And both fashion icons, because Zach Efron looks great in Baywatch, and Will Smith turns his jacket inside out at school. Because it's got that fun lining. So... I tweeted uh, that they poofed the flambe. Thought it was a cool thing. Uh, and someone immediately responded and said that, um, that, that Rhea from Barstool, it was like, uh, uh, it was like Rhea, Rhea, like, disagrees. Rhea disagrees. So I looked at it, and her tweet was like, just because Justin Bieber comes out with a song doesn't mean we all have to say it's amazing. And... Then I, I I was gonna respond, but I don't know where, so well, I just kind of well, left it alone. I mean, let's before we go any further. Yes, like Rhea from Barstool, Rhea the intern. I don't know if she's an intern anymore, but like Rhea is not like a go-to music source or music critic. Okay, just because Rhea doesn't like something. So no, but mean- I I saw that and I was gonna like. Cause I, I get, I'm, I'm a dick when it comes to music on Twitter. But all I'm saying is that like somebody responding with like Rhea disagrees. That's oh a right, weird like, fucking response. you got put in your place. <laughs> yeah. um, so no, so like I saw that and I respected. I respected the take. I was going to respond and be like, "Well, actually," but that would be a, a dick thing because I don't like. I don't know. It's very her. snobby. She right, and I would come off as a music snob. So I was like, "All right, that's fine." So I click back to my timeline, and there's like seven different people who are tweeting this exact same thing of like, every time Bieber comes out with a song, we just assume it's great. Are we ever going to consider whether or not it's a good song? So then I saw Feidelberg, like 10 minutes later, Feidelberg tweeted the new Bieber, and he tweeted he thumbs, thumbs down, down. And you tweeted that exact same thing. And I, I said, that that's it. And I trust that you guys all came to this conclusion independently. Yeah. Obviously, I don't think that you guys saw like one person and you all decided to do it. Again, but I, don't what, see, I don't follow like in the steps of Rhea. I'm like, right. oh, that's what she thinks of it. I'm, this has I turned agree. out to be a, a, it's a, a quite, the, quite the anti-Rhea segment that uh, like I had no thoughts one way or another about like whether well, or not it was a great of, take or a bad take. I'm just kind but, of like miffed by the fact that that person was just like, Rhea disagrees with you. <laughs> oh, well, that's why well, you're mad because, like, that, that's your take, too. So, like, right. you wanted people to be like, hey, that's the... That's... She said it She said it first. Right. Now I'm, now I'm a little upset. But you guys all came to that conclusion, and it made me mad because you can definitely say that about Bieber. That is for sure true. We've, we're both big Bieber guys. We've been disappointed in him before. Yeah. Uh, I, 
don't think this is the song about which you can say that. You could have said that for sure about Cold Water, which I, no, think, I think we did say that about Cold I, Water. No, I said that uh, I was I was disappointed by Moo in Cold Water. Oh like, no, I, Moo I was, was the best part of the song. No, we were saying oh, we, that. Yes, we, so we did say that. Yeah, we so said that the song had impossibly that didn't high. Have enough Moo. Yes, it had the song had impossibly yeah, high yeah. expectations because it was. Who was it? Major Laser or was it DJ Snake or Diplo or who was it? Uh, or Diplo DJ, was Major DJ Laser, Snake but, was uh, the uh, Let Me Love You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that song was awesome. Right. That song to me. But was, I also did come around on Cold Water. Yeah. Well, I like Cold Water when Moo does it live because she does her own thing, kind of like when when Drum does she Broccoli it live. It's like, hey, I don't do the entire song, obviously, so I'm just going to kind of repeat the parts that I do for like three minutes, <laughs> and it, there are really fun parts, and everyone wants to sing along with them. So, yeah, uh, but yeah, I did not have a problem with this song at all. I stand by it getting the fire emojis. It's going to make you sweat uh, in the club. It's uh, It's I got... Don't, I, don't, I don't find... I'm not there. Like So I... Like, I don't necessarily think it's bad. So I responded to Fidelberg's suite, which was a thumbs down. Yeah. Like, I think the song is fine. Yeah. But it's, it, for, to me, it was underwhelming. Mm. I was very underwhelmed. Uh, it didn't do a lot for me. You responded saying that, like, it's got churches. It is. The, the, the verse is, is uh, like, patently churches. That, so that doesn't mean anything to me because if it's not La- Lauren then Mayberry. Then you'd rather churches like, do it. Yeah. R- right. Well, not even. Well, that, but, like, if it's not Lauren Mayberry, it can't be Churches. Like even when Churches does its own songs, yeah. and doesn't have Lauren on vocals, it's yeah. not Churches to me. Like I'm, all of that is very underwhelming, right? But but musically, if it's like Churches, Bieber has not been the most important part of a Bieber song. Like when was the last time you had a, you heard a Bieber song where Bieber was the important part of it? Like um, he he takes up. Maybe ten percent no, of the, its importance. Um, the the one that was written by Ed Sheeran, he was the most important part of that song. Well, yeah, well, that, yeah, because so that that right, and that's more like that's more of an intimate song. So I, I'll give you that. But generally, Bieber's like smash hits recently. Sorry, which uh, Blood Pop also did. That's just all about like it's just like a fun, exciting well, that's track. He doesn't have the and, voice, right? So that's so, so like a Bieber song. I'm not going to to hear a great performance yeah. by Bieber. I'm just I want like a fun dancey song and that's what this is. So if Bieber but if it's even, like a church's song and Bieber's the worst part of it, I expected his vocal to be the worst part of it anyway. Yeah, but so like I disagree because I don't think that this song has enough on the beat. Like I don't see churches in it at all because it doesn't have that upbeat fun. Oh, the the verse is like exactly something that churches would do. <sighs> I don't hear it. I do hear it when you say that it has like the mood dance break, which for sure yes, is true. Yeah. That's the best part of the song. And then, so again though, that means that Blood Pop's the best part of the song. Blood Pop is yeah. uh he did uh, Drum by Moo. He did um, Sorry by Bieber. He did a little song called uh, Want You Back by the Heim sisters. Mm-hmm. Uh, he actually recently put out a remix of Little of Your Love. Did you hear that? Yeah, I didn't like it very much. I didn't love it, but then uh, Candace, the God, spin instructor, let off a spin class with it last week. And well, there's if you're in spin, it's like you're you're on, you're basically on drugs, right? So so like when the song came out, like it sounds like a spin class yeah. version of Little of Your Love. Yeah. So. I was into it that way. Um, speaking of which, there's no better feeling than um, it used to be. Like if you're on a if you're on like a long run and you're fading, and you forget 
what songs you have on the playlist and then just like the right song hits at the right time and it just gives you this new life when that happens in spin class because you really don't know what's coming you obviously didn't make the playlist it is a sensational feeling one of the songs that i'm going to put on the playlist today is a song that that happened to me this week and it was fucking great but back to bieber i think that and i tweeted this this is one of my fucking genius tweets that shows how fucking ahead of my time i am it sucks if you're ahead of your time these days because we're all going to die really soon. So you're not going to get to the point where people are going to be like, he was ahead of his time. <laughs> yeah, They're just going to be like, he died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're not ahead of your time. Your brain is just closer to death. Yes, rest, <laughs> exactly. That's, uh, we were talking about tombstones earlier today. We've had a long day. Mm-hmm. We went and we, you know, we tuckered ourselves out today. We did. We went to the old time baseball game. And uh, we brought uh, Summer. I say we. <laughs> we brought Summer. Joint you custody. brought Summer for me. Actually, someone came over... Uh, to us and uh to talk to us to say like oh shit it's the bad boys a little just a little fanfare action and i was sitting with summer summer and i were sitting down and summer was doing the cute thing where a dog kind of lies behind your legs when you're sitting down it's kind of like your legs are protecting her from the cruel world and i was kind of holding her neck and it was just like a very uh it was just like a very beautiful moment whose that, legs are you gonna hide behind to, hi- to hide yourself from the cruel world oh jeez. <laughs> Uh well mine aren't long enough. So. Yeah, I was gonna say. Uh well I was like I didn't know if that was like a you skip leg day joke, but I was like <laughs> uh I was like, Yeah, you can make fun of my legs, whatever. Um she could fit under your legs. I would I would honestly I would still hide behind no, your I'm legs. Saying, who are you going to hide behind in this cruel world? Like you. Who am I going to? Yeah. Like specifically like if I have to lie behind somebody's legs? Yes. It was more of a reference to like that we live in a very cruel world at this point. Oh, okay. I was like <laughs> Chuck Liddell, does <laughs> like, he have big legs? Like you need to shield yourself from the cruel world that we're living in these days. So at first I thought you were so initially I took that as and this is gonna be a long segment, so buckle up folks. We're gonna hit on this for a little bit. Um I took it as uh, I mean, whose legs was Summer supposed to Summer supposed to hide behind? I was going to say, still yours, probably. You probably have better legs than me. There, it's probably sure. same deal as the rest of your body, compact but just good. Uh, my legs, I uh, my legs turn into my thighs, so I wouldn't want to hide behind my legs. <laughs> just one step closer to the thighs. Um, but yeah, uh, it was great. We went, we watched uh, old time baseball game, saw some great people. Uh, Jared was playing in it. I yelled something at him. He looked at me. We weren't really standing close enough that I he think didn't know it was you. I think him. he just thought I was being an asshole. He was wearing all green, so I yelled like quack 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 quack, Mister Carabas. And uh, I think he was like, "That guy over there is dick. an asshole," <laughs> which he would have been right. Uh, I tweeted today um, one of my ahead of his time tweets. The reason that everybody had this reaction to Bieber was because. The new Kesha has been so bad, and no one wants to say that Ke- the new Kesha is bad. It's fucking fine. You can say that the music isn't good and still be a thousand percent Team Kesha rooting for her. Those songs aren't very good. Whatever. Still love her to death. It's my girl. Come on. Greatest fucking song of our generation. Uh, that the neck that just like in their head, because they, they're good people, they don't want to say this fucking sucks or like be mean to Kesha. Bring back old Kesha. Right. So. <laughs> As soon as they hear another artist who doesn't blow them away, they're like, you know what? We don't always have to fucking like this shit, okay? I've had enough. And they're taking it out on Bieber. And I think that... I don't think that's it the is, case at all. I th- oh, it is. 
it is. No, I think that it's just that Bieber has ramped up expectations of when now he releases a song, you're really expecting like. But oh, he doesn't always hit those expectations. Like I, I don't think in the past year most of them, yeah. most of his releases have been like full on gonna get a lot of play straight heaters yeah but if he comes out with something that you're like oh that was kind of a swing and a miss i'm i'm not i'm not shocked by it you know yeah and i wouldn't consider this a swing and a miss again i just think that people were coming their dicks off over Mm -hmm. this song Mm -hmm. and i didn't see it i wouldn't give it a thumbs down i didn't give it a thumbs down Hmm. i kind of agreed with john more in the sense that like hey I'm not buying into this as much as everybody else is. I think the song is fine, but I don't think that it's good. You know what you guys are doing? You're fucking La landing it. Why? What does that mean? Actually, it's not. That's so. I loved La I'm gonna right. I'm gonna <laughs> stick with this, but I know it's not true because La Land is better than this song is. But people are. Do you remember when La La Land came out, everyone... And they were like, ooh, La La's not that good. Right, like, as soon as people saw La La Land, they were like, this is the best. And then, like, a day later, you're like, so you liked La La Land? They're like, it was fine. It was too white or whatever. And it's like, you just said you fucking liked it, man. So that's what that's what Twitter kind of did. It's counterculture, basically. It's like, everybody loves this, so I'm going to say that I don't. Which I'm into doing that, but... Like most things on my terms, yeah. like I am for sure down to do that with Kesha because I will fucking talk your ear off about. But how that's that because album you actually don't good. like it. Yeah, because yeah, because I I'm that's correct like, that's in knowing not, that that's not counterculture just for the sake of counterculture. Yeah, but I'm um, I'm also I'm pushing back against a lot of the 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 narrative surrounding it. Like the Ringer, uh, Shocker wrote something wrong that wrong narratives. Yes. Uh, so that's fucking lame. You're going. You're that's like, that's not a good thing to do these days. That's that's a losing fucking battle. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to be on the side where you're like, hey, I think that this is wrong because then you'll get killed. Yep. So then you take a trip to Ratio City. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um. So uh, yeah, the the ringer put. A, I've I've already like vented to you in person yes. about this. So, someone like uh, someone from the ringer. God bless them. It was well written. Clearly a good writer. They uh, they went long. Uh, they went long. There's nothing worse than. Than writing something and then saying that you went long. I did that on uh, Twitter this week about like a shitty like one hundred aggregated <laughs> like one hundred word aggregated like social thing. news story. Yeah, it was just like a like uh, like Brad Stevens plays Miss Pac Man. So I like put up one quote from it, posted it, and then tweeted. Uh, I went long on Brad Stevens' technology and the ever changing definition of a quote hero. And. It was just literally like Brad Stevens plays Miss Pac-Man sometimes, <laughs> which honestly is that says a lot more than a lot of these fucking I went long things. They'll say I went long on this, this and this. And you'll read it. You'll be like, I didn't learn a fucking thing about any of those things. I went long is the uh, long form version of, of I wrote about. I wrote about. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, what's worse? I wrote about or I wrote a thing or hey, so I did a thing. I've done all these things, by the way. Yeah, I've same, definitely so have like I. if if like people have done that where they've searched like my name and I wrote about and they sent it back to me. They're like, "Oh, care to explain?" I'm like, it's "Yeah, fine, I was a fucking idiot." Out of it. Yeah. yeah, I was fucking young and stupid. I was on drugs. <laughs> you don't know. I I could have beaten drugs. <laughs> beaten drugs. <laughs> like drugs are cancer. It's like, <laughs> That's so. Has anyone ever said that? <laughs> I beat drugs. <laughs> I beat drugs. Usually people say they're like they're clean or they're sober, but no, nah, I beat drugs. Right. I'm I'm happy to announce that uh I beat I, weed. I was smoking a lot of weed lately and then I just beat it. So Well they say I kicked it, which like 
beating and kicking a thing? Kind of the same. If you beat a dog and you kick a dog, people are going to be just as pissed. Oh, yeah, for sure. So equal things. Kick, you kick a bad habit. Yeah. Yeah. But I could say, like, yeah, like, I beat occasionally biting my fingernails. What if you said, uh, I kick my dick? <laughs> That's a... <laughs> it's the I same lo- thing. Well, <laughs> I mean... You know that I I try to to not be to this is a PG podcast. I love new ways of saying sex and new ways of saying masturbate. I think that like when I hear a new one of those things, it fucking tickles me. So here's a here's a thing that I uh, discovered this week. Um, I have lotion in my house that Ooh, is uh, know where this is going. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it's really I. Do people like really use lotion when they don't jerk off? Need to just yeah, just mm. go for it. Yeah. Uh, but be over in twenty seconds anyway. <laughs> 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 the idea of the idea of you premature coming while you jerk off well, is mess, yeah. and then like having to... <laughs> that's amazing. Uh, no, so I have uh, this lotion in my house that I recently just discovered, and it has self tanner in it. Mm. So I've been using that like crazy because I'm a pale little boy, uh, and it's kind of changed my life. Like, yeah, I'm getting a little glow. Your arm on. does have a little like, like fake glow. Yes, yeah. it's for sure fake, but like it's color. It looks like and you're up look to. Like it looks like you're up to some bullshit. There, it's a great trick for people who don't go outside. Uh, nice. Just slather that shit on. But when I was slathering it on this week, I was thinking about. It. I was like, what if somebody who jerks off with lotion accidentally? grabs like this self tanner lotion yeah. and then all of a sudden they wake up the next morning and they have like brown dick. Hmm. Well, there's a joke to be made here about how oh about size <laughs> and how they would have the smallest brown dick. Is that racist? <laughs> I don't know. Probably, but we'll we'll go with it. I don't that's no, certainly not intended not, to be. It's not like a it's, it's quite like, complimentary. Yeah, it's a complimentary maybe racist thing. Yeah. That's the I mean Unfortunately, that's like the 6,000th most racist thing you can say in America right now. Yeah, for sure. But I was just thinking about it. I kind of chuckled to myself. I was like, huh, what if you just like beat off with self-tanner? Hmm. And you're just like... We're going to find out. <laughs> Give us each 25 seconds. Um, should we... Uh, so we are going to go into songs from Bieber, but instead I think we did the right thing. Yes, and went into sure. brown tanning racism. masturbation. <laughs> um so the song that was played in spin class that was amazing, yes. that really got me going, was Recover by Churches. Yeah. And it was a remix, and it was sick. That song, that's, had, that's one of my favorite songs on um, so, the, what's the first one? The Bones of What You Believe? Yeah. Uh, so that song's kind of been ruined for me mm. because, uh, you know, Jim, our buddy Jim. I do. Me and Jim uh, were very early on the Churches train. Mm-hmm. So, like, uh, the bones of what you believe when that came out, he was very insistent on Recover being their best song from that album and, like, really, really dug in. And you know how Jim gets. Yes. So. I don't disagree with his take. I very much disagree with that take because uh, The Mother We Share. Yeah, The Mother We Share is probably the answer. Like, that's they've got a killer's situation going on where, like, don't overthink it. Their most popular song is indeed their best song. But even now... With the second album, yeah, he still thinks that Recover is their best song. Recover is like in maybe like technically, yeah, like Recover is like an elite song. It's very dramatic. It like it could be a Broadway song if they wanted it to be. Okay, so if you wanted to say like technically it's their best yeah. song, uh, there's no way that that's the best song that they have, or like most 
fun song that they have. I love Churches so much that I don't... It's, like, hard to pick a favorite. If Honestly, if you said, like, Make Them Gold is their best song, I'd be like, yes, you That's can believe that. Song, it's right? an amazing song. If well, you say... I think that what I think that high enough to carry you over is like yep. a top song of yep. theirs. But so you know where like you know where churches is right now, and then they don't get enough credit for it. Where they're at the point where they have two albums, yeah. and they could not make any more music and yeah. just have amazing and, shows for right. the rest of their lives. And they could, or they could like break up and be that like, amazing yeah. band that had like the short like, run. It might be like for the best. They could be like Electro where, Pixies, where like if they break up, you're like shit. Churches could have been fucking right, amazing. and where it never gets yeah. it never gets worse. Um, I don't know if I mentioned this, but I was talking to my friend Ryan, um, who's a big big music guy, and he was saying uh, 2013 was such a big year for artists to come out with debut albums from like awesome female fronted pop because that was Lord. It was Churches, and it was Heim. And there may have been a fourth. I can't remember. And Churches was the only one who, like, fucking stuck to, like, all right, in a couple of years, we're going to come up with a new album. Every The other ones took so fucking long. And the best of the three definitely was Churches. They, yeah. like, they stuck to it and came up with another really fucking good album Somehow shortly after. Churches is still underappreciated. yeah. I think that uh, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just like the fucking name. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense because that style of music and that type of music yeah. is popular. Yeah. It's oh yeah. 40. Definitely. Like electro pop is like like they could in. crush on the radio. Yeah. And they would be major stars. So mm-hmm. I don't know what it is and why they haven't gotten there yet. Yeah. But they should be there. Yeah. They're they're their generation's Depeche Mode. And it uh, seems like everybody else in the music industry is kind of like. People like churches. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and and I mean, getting to the Bieber thing, like their sound, while certainly not unique, it's definitely something that I think people are trying to do. It's kind of like Moo too. It's like, well, how isn't Moo more famous? I know. Every time I saw like Moo retweeted a story that was like, "Meet Danish singer Moo." I'm like, meet. we're done with fucking <laughs> yeah. meat. Like she should be fucking owning the world right now. But some people right now are like, oh. That's the girl from Lean On. I know her. I'm like, bitch, like, God. I mean, she only has one album out in this hypothetical bitch I just said defense. That bitch is a guy, by the way. Okay. So I'm not being sexist. Although the voice I gave him was a girl's voice. So actually, he was trans. Oh, okay. Yes. But he was a trans guy. And he was a girl, became a guy. I called him a bitch. I'm just calling a guy a bitch. He's being a little bitch of the week. You're being progressive here. That was <laughs> <laughs> progress. So is that going to be the new fucking derogatory word? Yeah, it's like liberal. I'm I'm looking out now for fucking derogatory things because you you said a while back like liberal is like a bad word or it's like an insult. Yeah. Beat writer now in sports oh, is yeah. a huge derogatory <laughs> is word. It really? Yeah, like all oh, all the beat writers want you to think this. So like the. the they're the person whose they job it is to be obsessed the with around the team every right, day. Yeah, like they're the ones who have to know the fucking like 59th guy on the roster. I know there's only 53. Um, the another song I'm going to add. It's a little throwback. Wait, did you say the first one? Recover. Oh, okay. Um, do you know Casey and JoJo? I do. We actually so we saw Angry Goes West. We're gonna be talking about that on the next episode. Um, and there's a lot of Casey and JoJo in there. Mm-hmm. So I want to put a great song by them 
They only have two songs. Only recorded two songs in their lives. Really? I'm pretty sure of it, for all I know. Oh, yeah. um, and uh, the song is called Crazy. And it's from... It's like late 90s, early 2000s. It was... Uh, they were one of the first to hop on the auto-tune train with this song. And it's a great, great fucking song. And when you hear it, if you're my age, late 20s, you'll hear it and be like, I fucking remember this song. This was a song I totally forgot about, but I know it. It's great. What a fun song. And Casey and JoJo, for like two smooth like R&B guys, they fucking yell a lot. And I'm into that. I am really fucking into yelling in pop. That's why I like Diane Coffee so much. He sings his fucking heart out. And that's what these guys do. So love that song, Casey and JoJo. I'm going crazy, crazy, crazy just thinking about you lately. That's how the chorus goes. And the third song, uh, it, it work, I, there's a big whiteboard and nobody ever does anything with it. So I just started, uh, me and Adam, we write down polls and we have people write their answer. And I came up with a good question this week, which was favorite band uh, or band that you love despite knowing fewer than five songs by them. And people were being, some people were being assholes because they were like, you can't love a band if you don't know that many songs. Yes, I'm you like, can. Yes, you can. And there's usually only like one band you have like that. So you hold that band near and dear to your heart. That band for me is Fastball. I love Fastball. And I know four songs by them. So that shows that I'm fucking a huge Fastball fan because no one knows more than two songs by those guys. Um, so uh, the three songs that everybody should know are The Way, Out of My Head, and Possibly You're an Ocean. But about within the last 10 years, they put out a song called Little White Lies that is really fucking good. So I'm going to put it on the playlist. Everybody's got to learn a little bit more fastball. So that's my gift to you. I've given you one quarter of fastball songs. Okay. It's three good choices for me this week. Not bad. Not bad. All right. Uh, I'm going to put some, you know who's not on the playlist? Who? Father John Misty. Is he not? Well, because you did put him on at one point. Oh, we probably we, took him off. Yeah, we did we, him off. Was that like as a punishment? Maybe. But I'm going to put him back on. Nice. Um, Real Love Baby. Ah, a classic. That song fucks. Uh, love that song. Uh, I'm also going to add, now I want to counter with a church's song. That's fine. We can fucking look. We have an entire Heim album on there. That's true. Which I feel like we should pull that off at some point. Because if we're not going to pull off, that's yeah, just at some point. Not now. <laughs> not now. Uh, all right. So I'm going to counter with. Uh, do we have anything on there yet? Uh, by churches? Yeah. Oh, uh, Clearest I Blue's on there. Probably Clearest Blue, yeah. So I'm not going to add. Never mind. Uh, I'm going to add the, uh, the Carly Ray Jepsen song. Cut to the Which feeling. one? Oh, Cut to the Feelings. Awesome. Yes. I made a playlist for. Uh, so our friend Brian recently texted uh, our group chat and was like, is it me or does music in 2017 suck? And I said, no, it's you. It's you. <laughs> and he was like, then make me a playlist of what's good. So I made him a playlist called uh, Hope for 2017 and the first song on it was Cut to the Feeling. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, I feel like somehow that song That didn't get big. Me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that song's really, really good. I'm going to add that. I'm also going to add and uh, this might be... Uh, a little surprising. Uh-oh. I'm going to add Bad Moon Rising by CCR. Mm. You don't like CCR? You made a face at me like, I think you're not going to like this. 
and I made a face back at you like, damn right, I'm not going to like this. You know, it's like a great CCR. song. Yeah, I know. CCR is great. I just feel like, I mean, again, there's, there's no judging in Brunches America. I feel it's a little out of left field. It is out of left right? field. Like, right? That's, like, we don't have any classic rock on there. That's maybe why we should add Although something. I go fucking classic rock all day. Catch I, me next week on the fucking... That's, that's the thing. So, like... You I'm, just opened the finger, the door for a lot of bad finger. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the thing. It's like uh, if you you can be into classic rock, but you you kind of have to don't be a classic rock guy. Well, I kind of disagree with that. Like because well, you don't want to be a solely classic rock guy, but you if you're in the mood for classic rock, you mm. just want classic rock. Like you don't want classic yes. rock thrown in out of nowhere. Yeah, which is kind of what I just did for you. I'm the classic rock. I'm the guy that classic rock guys talk to. Like if they, if there's a new re if there's like a reissue out they're really excited about, they're like, if I go bug DJ about this, he'll be interested enough to listen, but he probably doesn't want to have the conversation. But because I'm a classic rock guy, I really want to talk about classic rock, so I'm gonna go bug DJ about it. I'm like, like I I I don't want to be starting the classic rock conversation, but I'm willing to have it. Good with thing you. I just started it for you. Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite classic rock? What's my favorite classic rock? Yeah. Like, a song? Or just... No, just like, what's your favorite classic rock? Uh, the classic one. Seriously. I don't know what that means. Really? What's your favorite classic rock? Yeah, what's your favorite classic rock? Like, I, musically, what's your favorite classic rock? Like, I feel like classic rock just falls into one category. It's all shit that was yeah, made before yeah. I was born. So, like, what's your favorite one? <laughs> I still don't know what the fuck you're trying to say. Classic. So, okay, all right. Like, so, genre, like period. Classic rock is a genre yes. of music. It was the '60s through, let's say, the late '70s. Uh, what is your favorite classic rock? Is it a band or a song? Like, what are you asking me? That question. What's your favorite classic rock? Seriously, I don't know what you're asking me. Of classic rock, yes. Which is your favorite? Which is your? I was okay. Which is your favorite classic rock? <laughs> I don't know how to answer that. I literally don't know how to answer that. Re- well. We've reached our first stalemate <laughs> in this podcast. Uh, I mean, we can. I think I'll, we should just move on. I'll sit. I'll sit here all night. No, I've asked a question. I'd like an answer. Uh, so like, if I just said like seventies, I'd like you to be a little more specific. <laughs> uh, like my, I can tell you my least favorite classic rock. Yeah. Is that, uh, <laughs> I'm just laughing at you trying to actually answer the question. That's not a question. It's not a question. Right, yeah. I just thought it'd be funny if I said, what's your favorite classic rock? And then you were so dumbfounded by it. I was like, all right, definitely sticking, on this sticking with this one. Uh, I can tell you my least favorite classic rock. What's that? Uh, any band that you can buy on like a t-shirt at like Target. Oh, well, that's happening not just at Target. Um, fucking like Nordstrom. There are really? like $80 Black Sabbath t-shirts. Yeah. Don't do and that. They they've got like Metallica t shirts. Metallica t shirts are fucking all the rage, which I'm sure my parents threw out all my Metallica t shirts from when I was a kid. 
I could have fucking sold those things for billions these days, it seems. <laughs> you know what the problem is there is that, like, I, I don't want to buy a T-shirt from, like, one of those places because people who don't listen to that music or don't really like that music will buy one of those T-shirts uh, just to seem, like, cool. Like, they oh, want to yeah. be, like, one of those people that listens to that band, but they're not actually one of those people. Right. So I don't want to buy those T-shirts because then I'm putting myself in the same class as the people who don't listen to them. Right, yeah, you can't get it there. Yeah, right. you got to get it at a show. You got to get, yeah, like there, like I, I would happily wear a Metallica shirt because I'm a big fan of a lot of their stuff. Um, but I'm not like... buying a Metallica T-shirt today because I know what the Metallica shirts are. So I know, like, when the, the, they have shirts now that look like they were from the '80s, and I'm like, no, that was never yeah. a fucking shirt. I know. Every single shirt yeah. they ever made, I have it memorized. That thing was never on one of their shirts, or like that thing that's on the front uh, was there, but there wasn't anything on the back. And now there's something on the back. Like fuck that, you guys changed it. And if I see someone wearing those shirts, same thing you just said. I'm judging the fuck yeah, out it's of you. Like, I know you. You don't listen to that band. You're right. just wearing that to look cool. Right. Yeah. So I fuck uh, those people. Yeah. I. Uh, I miss I miss a lot of my old shitty band shirts. I had a cool Rage Against the Machine one. I actually had a few Rage Against the Machine shirts. Uh, the only one that I still have is a terrible ACDC one. And I think that ACDC is like a phenomenally overrated band. Oh, yeah? And, uh, yeah, so I always kick myself when I... Because I keep that shirt with all kind of my junk, throwaway, don't care about shirts. And every time I see it, I'm like, fuck, man. This could have been such a. This could have been a Metallica shirt. This could have been fucking Rage Against Machine Machine shirt. Could have been. I'm trying to think what else I had. I had a really cool corn shirt, actually. Hmm. Was, I never got into corn. Uh, Want to know a thing that I did this weekend? Uh, this week. Sorry. Classic rock. <laughs> Fuck you. I I went to a movie screening and I went without you because you couldn't go. That's right. Uh, I went to see the Hitman's Bodyguard. Nice. Uh, that does. That, I think that comes out today it comes out this friday congrats um, but saw it a couple days early so here's the thing also i'll just say real quick that movie was really good and it's getting bad reviews oh i liked it a lot uh it's with ryan reynolds it's with samuel L. jackson uh i compared it to uh, a mix between john wick and rush hour hmm. and i think that that's a pretty good uh pretty good pretty good uh hybrid right there it's the the action is not quite as Unique and enjoyable, as in John Wick, but the uh, the back and forth between Ryan Reynolds and uh, Samuel L. Jackson is pretty great. Uh, Rush Hour esque. Hmm. I would recommend it to pretty much anybody. So if you like action movies, you like comedies, go see The Hitman's Bodyguard. I've got to say, I don't give a shit about Ryan Reynolds, and I realize this every time something happens with Ryan Reynolds. He doesn't. He doesn't do a lot for me, yeah. but I don't not enjoy him. Like, so I wasn't, when I, so we got that screening and I couldn't go, I wasn't super pissed when I looked up who was in it. Yeah. And like, usually Samuel L. Jackson at this point, it's 2017 Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. He's fine. Whatever. He does Capital One commercials. He's right. not like a hot commodity. Right. Uh, I came away from this movie saying uh, Samuel L. Jackson was amazing in this movie. That's awesome. I mean, Samuel L. Jackson was fucking great in The Kingsman. Was he? Yeah, he was like a he was like a wacky guy that was trying to end the world. I loved him. I thought he was fine. He like, had a, he had a goofy voice. He had a speech a, impediment. It's been a long time since I've seen a Samuel L. Jackson movie, and I was like, he was amazing in that. Well, movie. does did he ever steal the show? Like maybe like Pulp Fiction. Uh 
There are a lot of guys like that. I think we've talked about Alec Baldwin. Uh, I had no idea that Alec Baldwin is like a great actor. Didn't know that for a while he was like a fucking you know Tom Hanks. one of those people for me? Who? George Clooney. It's like... What's the you, good thing he's done? Have you ever seen a, a George Clooney movie and you're like, fuck, George Clooney was awesome in that. Man, you gotta see Out of Sight. I think that's the only George Clooney movie I can think of right now. The Oceans movies? Didn't watch those. I saw Oceans really? 12 and I thought it was silly as fuck. You should see the Oceans movie. Fucking like Julia Roberts playing, Ju- someone playing Julia Roberts. Get that joke out of here. I saw it on the plane. I was pissed. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so like I saw that movie and I was like, Samuel L. Jackson, good for you. You crushed that movie. Um, but so the Bernie Mac was in that movie, right? Yes. Nice. Not the Hitman's Bodyguard. Because I that love came Bernie Mac. I want to talk about Bernie Mac instead. I didn't no. see the Hitman's Bodyguard. I no, saw I'm, the Bernie Mac show. Though. I'm done talking about the Hitman's Bodyguard. I liked it. Go see it. Uh, the thing that I want to talk about from my the Hitman's Bodyguard experience was getting into the theater mm-hmm. because here's the thing. We've been to a bunch of screenings because oh, yeah. we're the bad boys of screenings. Yes. Bad boys and of invitations. That's kind of said literally because we go to screenings and a lot of the times we show up you late. Break the rules. Yes. We show up late. And like for us, when we go to screenings, it's to talk about it on the podcast. So yes. we're getting in there one way or another. Yes. Uh, and we usually finagle our way in. We say, a lot of the times I think our go to move is saying that we're the press. Saying we're the press, which the is press. not not true. Not not true. It's but like we when don't I use sign the, up for the press. It's like when I use the educators discount at Banana Republic because You're I educate. I do. Yeah. So you educate uh, the the Touchables. I seriously no. Like I honestly think I don't think that's even lying. Like how whatever m- helps you sleep at night. See, t- people kind of, don't bang their straws anymore. <laughs> that's true. Well, some guys. How that, do they fucking learn that? A couple weeks ago, he was like he was banging his straw while listening to the podcast, and then he was like, "Fuck, really?" Yeah. We got I got uh, a few like people don't actually bang their straws, you know. And I was like, "Oh, they do do uh, absolutely." That must be not, fucking nice yeah. living in your fucking bubble because <laughs> your utopia. Yeah, because right, like where the fuck do you live? Because I I see these monsters yeah, all, the all the time. All, the time. Uh, all right, so. I showed up to uh, the this uh, Hitman's Bodyguard screening. Uh, I went with my cousin. He showed up very early, like showed up at five thirty. Uh, good for him. Staking the place out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he got in like real early, no problem. I got in there at six thirty, and I walked in the door, and they were they shut the rope off as soon as I walked in. They're like, "All right, that's it, no more." So. Uh, if you've never been to one of these things, you have to get a uh, a piece of paper that gives you a number, which allows you to get in line. Yes. And so, like, the getting the piece of paper is the first step into maybe getting to, into the screening. Hmm. Uh, so, when they close off the rope, that means no pieces of paper for anybody here. But if you want to wait 10 minutes, maybe something will open up and you get a piece of paper. Yeah. So, I bypassed that by saying, a media. And so, they let me upstairs. And then there was a line of people, all with pieces of paper. They were waiting to get into the theater to see if they would fit, because this shit was popular. Ooh. Uh, and so there was a long line down the thing. Everybody had pieces of paper. I didn't have pieces of paper, so I didn't wait in that line. I just walked past all of them, uh, cut that whole line, mm-hmm. bypassed that step. Uh, I got to the door where they were checking papers and tickets, uh, and they were, like, counting. They were like, how many people can we let in? So... Uh, there was security there 
like three security guards because this was a Lionsgate screening. Mm. And uh, if there's one thing that we've learned in the yeah. past is they that are, Lionsgate yes. does not fuck around. Yes. They are all about security. They've got a phone Nazi. Oh, yeah. They've got a phone Nazi. And speaking of the phone Nazi. He was there. He was there. And I fucking duped that guy as the final step to get into the theater which is like yeah pe- maybe people listening here may not appreciate that's it. like you beat that the game. guy he's like dr that Robotnik. guy is the final boss he's right yes exactly i didn't <laughs> that know that guy is like, super proud of myself for not knowing what the correct term was there <laughs> he is the final boss yeah uh so i get here's my fucking genius plan uh, there were like five... you said those three guys have phones. The security guys have turned no, on no. you. This isn't in the theater yet. Okay, this is outside of the theater, right outside of the theater to walk into the theater. There's like ten people there. They're checking tickets and stuff, and they're winding down. Like there's very few spots left. Uh, I I text my my cousin and I say, uh, "Can you come out real quick?" And so I'm standing there like checking my phone, like I'm texting, being like, "Oh shit!" Like. Ah, damn, like, uh, I don't know what I'm doing with myself right now. And the guy's looking at me, the Nazi man, mm-hmm. uh, is looking. Well, sorry, I can't say that in 2017 because there's actual Nazis. Right, because uh, there could have been a real this Nazi Lionsgate man final boss was staring at me being like, what's this kid up to? Uh, my cousin comes out and I go, oh, hey, uh, yeah, uh, I, I'll be right in. And he goes, oh, okay. He, and he was really, my cousin was really confused. Yeah. Like, uh, okay. And he walks back in. Yeah. And the uh, the Lionsgate final boss comes up to me. And he goes, "Hey, were you already in there?" Yeah. And I said, "Yes." And yeah. He goes, oh, well, you don't need to check back in. Go right. ahead. Yeah. Just lie. So I did. As and long as you lie confidently, you can do fucking anything. Yep. It's crazy. A hundred percent the truth, and that's a hundred percent how I got in there. How did follow your dreams catch on, but not just lie confidently? That's yeah. Like you, doing something confidently ensures that somebody will be tricked and think that you know what you're doing and that like they're not going to question it yeah you can get what, get away with anything if you're confident mm-hmm. uh that's not the first time that we've done that by the way and it was me the last time too yeah in which i was like oh yeah we're media and uh in the we i said like somebody's name and they were like oh, oh yeah, oh, sure. yeah no, we said uh jeff's name like I know, I think Jeff gave us like the name of a club, and I won't give out the na- that oh, name. Oh yeah, uh, maybe did, that's what and it I, was. And I dropped that name, and they let us in. Uh, this time, dude, I was amazed at how seamless and how like perfect the execution was to bypass like three three stages of security and then beating the final boss to get into that theater. Um, all right, but so congratulations I, on fucking you. up those. I, I just wanted to uh, share that story because. I'm not like Did an you... overly confident person or like uh, a person who who lies a lot. Who's like su- like resourceful enough to yes. like like you you don't like MacGyver your way out of situations. Right. Yeah. So for me to do that, I was very proud of myself, especially in the situation where like my cousin was in there, and like if I didn't get in there, I kind of would have like he would have been screwed. But or that's also screwed, a thing like, where I you're like felt terrible. You're like the stakes are so high right now that I can't think about what if this doesn't work. Yeah. You just have to do you have to get lean and do fucking anything you can. So the whole like moral thing of lying that that's wasn't there that's in out the of first the place. Right. Like but, it, it wasn't it wasn't like a, I got in there and it wasn't like oh shit I stole a seat of somebody who might have been waiting in line. Oh fuck better you than them. That's what I fucking <laughs> exactly. say. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so I just wanted to put that out there. Nice. Uh, there is a uh, news story that you came across. I did. Uh, do you have the 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 title up right now? Well, no, I, mean, I, I remember. I would have if I had it. I would have. I wouldn't have 
throwing it over to you. Okay. Uh, I have it from memory. It says that uh, millennials don't like breasts as much as older generations. That can't be true. That's definitely not true. Don't speak for me. 